Welcome back, Lobos, to Honest Tea with Shaq HP. How's it going? What's up? It's Women's History Month, everyone. Who run the world, Chris? Girls. That's right. <laughs> I love it. There's so many women who have made such an influence in this world, especially in medicine and health. So today, that's what we will talk about. She's just a girl and she's on fire. That girl is on fire. That's such a good song. <laughs> oh, I love I that love song. It. We should all listen to that today. Right? Alicia Keys is so beautiful. Gosh, that lady is just like, she is. Um, what would you say, Chris? Goals? <laughs> Her and it's Sierra. Oh, I love Sierra. Oh, yeah. For sure. They're just, I don't know. Michelle Obama. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <clears throat> we can go on and on, but we're while we can try and cover all the women in the world, we do have a couple that we wanted to just you know talk about today, right? So the first one, Henrietta Lacks. Does that sound familiar to you all? Yes, she is known for the Gila cells, right? Yes. Have you learned about this in? Biology? Where'd you guys hear about that? Uh, yeah, I think in school somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, I learned about it in my um, FLC. Oh, cool. Yeah, so Henrietta Lacks was a young mo- mother of five, like in 1951, and she went into John Hopkins complaining of vaginal bleeding. So they gave her an exam and they discovered that she had a large malignant tumor on her cervix. So as she's going through all these radiation treatments at the time, that was like the best treatment for this disease. um, They took a sample of the cancer cell tissue. And I think it was Dr. George Gaze. um, He was a prominent cancer researcher at that time as well, but collected the cells from Henrietta and was able to cold culture them is that the word when they culture yeah culture cells (laughs) and those cells actually like unlike any of the others he had seen were actually doubling every 20 to 24 hours so today these cells named gila cells like leah mentioned earlier um from the first two letters of her first and last name henrietta Lacks, gila are used to study the effects of toxins and drugs and hormones viruses on growth and you know growth of cancer cells her cells are the reason why we're able to do a lot of the science that we do today. Um, they've been tested to affect radiation and poisons, to study human gen- genomes. Uh, they're just, they're such a crucial way. And, you know, Mrs. Lax died in 1951. I think she was 31 years old. But to have that type of impact, especially, you know, um, in a time where women didn't really have rights you know, there's a lot of controversy around this as well, where she was, it was, um, oh my goodness, I'm trying to think. There was, you know, a lot of like the Belmont report that you have to do when you do research was not followed by this. And her, a lot of her f- kids and her family never really received like um, herself as well compensation for all of this stuff. But she is the reason why that we have the medicine we do in this world today. That is so cool. She's awesome. Right? Just to think like one person was able to contribute such a huge aspect to medicine and health. 
Yeah, just like uh, Margaret Higgins Sanger. She was a controversial but like super well-known birth control activist like at, in her time in like 1916-ish. Mm-hmm. And um, she was like a sex educator and a nurse. And around like 1910, she coined the term birth control. And it caused like a ton of backlash um, that forced her to flee the U.S. until 1915. So like just because she coined the term birth control, she had to leave the United States. Wow. But in 1916, she opened her first birth control clinic in the United States and re- was arrested nine days after it opened, violating the Common Stock Act. In 1921, the American Birth Control League was established and an earlier adapted like adaptation of Planned Parenthood. So she basically like started the first Planned Parenthood and her passion for women's reproductive rights inspired her to push forward and resulted in the first oral contraceptive. And basically I watched a drunk history on her. They have like a drunk history all on like women's and they're amazing if you want to go watch them. I think they're on like Hulu or Netflix. Um, but basically she like paid these two super well-known um, doctors to like compete and like produce the first oral contraceptive. There, oh, she, wow. she was like, here's all this money, like do it, <laughs> like make it. <laughs> and so they like, made the first oral contraceptive for her to put in her first Planned Parenthood. Like it was so cool. And then women could like finally have control over their reproductive rights back in like the 1920s. Talk about a huge movement. It's crazy. Like that's nuts. Sorry, Chris. Sorry, we were always cutting each other off, it seems. (laughs) But no, that is, that's awesome. I mean, I'm sorry to mean to cut you off. I was just like, this is a woman who like, paved the road i mean first you have henrietta Lacks, who because she got cervical cancer right she we use her cells everywhere and then you have this other lady on this other side who is just being like the biggest activist for women because it's not our fault that we are made to reproduce babies you know (laughs) i mean to not reproduce to reproduce or have babies it's just it kind of blows my mind but Chris, I know you had someone too who you wanted to talk about speaking along the whole terms of like motherhood and women and so forth. Yeah, Dr. Virginia Apgar. Um, she was an American obstetri- obstetrical anesthesiologist and the first woman to become a full professor at Columbia University of uh, physicians and surgeons. Hmm. Uh, she was known for contributing uh, the Apgar. Uh, it's like known as like the appearance, pulse, grimace, activity, and respiration score. It's a standardized method of evaluating newborn health after birth. Um, huh. This score also helped Apgar and researchers quantify the effects of obstetrical anesthesia on babies, which improved the fight against infant mortality. So she pretty much like, she's all of our mothers. Just kidding. <laughs> she's all of our mothers. She is the reason though well, that mean, we probably survived, right? No, really. Like, without her, I'm like, we couldn't, like, I don't know. Wouldn't we be able to, like, assess a baby's health at birth? Yeah. Wow, I am such in awe of all these amazing things that these women have done. To imagine, again, to mention, like, this was in a time that women did not have a voice, much less any rights, either. Literally, even me. Go ahead, Chris, I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, I was just saying, even me sitting here talking to you two powerful women, I just feel so 
Like, I, I don't have the honor. Like, I shouldn't be here. Oh, it's just sweet. Oh, quiz. It's just crazy that, like, so many women, like, paved the way for, like, other women to do such awesome things now. Like, Alyssa Carson, she didn't get, like, a ton of news um, or, like, media around her. But she's basically, like, a space enthusiast. And she, like, joined NASA's, like... She's so young and she's like a part of NASA now. It's crazy. That's what is, who's that? Um, she's like a teenage girl from, um, and she's all about like environment. Greta Thun- Thun- Greta Thunberg? Or- Thunberg. Yeah. Is that her name? I think that's her last name. Yeah. The awesome. environmental activist that only goes on boats places. She's so cool. I'd love her. Yeah, like, she started when she was so young, you know, there's, there's so many women, I feel like, sometimes a lot of women who are in, I want to say power or leadership roles, like Alicia Keys, for instance, we were, Chris was singing her song to us this earlier, like, she's even making such a big impact, but we forget that all of us, even, you know, in small New Mexico, working at a university may also make that impact. It's wild. It's awesome. Women are so cool. Right? People are cool. It's crazy. (laughs) What'd you say, Chris? I love you guys. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I feel like I have these conversations mostly, I'm, okay, I'm one female in a family that is a ton of males. Like, it was me and my mom, you know, and my grandma, and then all my cousins, all my friends were all males. And I have these conversations where they're like, well, why do women get a special day? I'm like, well, men do too. It's in November. You know, that's why you have no shave November. Like it's all about men and their health. And like, I feel having the, but being a woman myself, as a woman who is a Latina and young working in a professional environment, I feel like you know, I'm so grateful for all the women before us who have had to pave that road for us to be able to be where we are. You know, I'm thinking of like our grandparents' days. Most, I mean, no, my grandmother was a stay-at-home mom. Was your grandmother's? Yeah, my grandmother was, but she was like a stepmom to my dad's family. Mm -hmm. And um, my dad grew up with five sisters. And so- all of those girls had girls. So I am like one of like 20 or some female grandchildren and great grandchildren. And then it's just like my grandpa and like my two boy cousins and your dad and and my dad. (laughs) And so like all of them are just around so much estrogen all the time. I think they've kind of just like, it's ingrained in our family that we're very, a matriarchal family. I love that all women it's great and they're they're like very proud of that all the guys are (laughs) but yeah my grandma like she raised everyone man and she was so young too it's crazy but I love to learn from her and like pick her brain that's another thing I think of I'm like you told me like your grandma was in her early 20s when she took on like this family of six and I'm like I'm gonna be 33 this year I don't have any kids like I couldn't imagine having six seven kids right now yeah she was telling me like the last time I visited her that she used to um cook at a truck stop gas station Mm -hmm. that her aunt owned in Taos 
when she was like 12. And that's what she did every night after school until like three in the morning was cook for truck drivers to like make money for her family. And I was like, grandma, what? Like, I can't even imagine that. Right. Like to her, that's not that big of a deal. That was her life. But I can't wait to like ask her more questions like that. Cause I feel like all these women have so many stories that they can tell, you know? Oh, for sure. And I feel like if you have your grandparents, especially your grandmothers this month, ask them about their history, ask them about where they started and where, you know, how they got to where they are. I wish I had my grandma to ask, but I know I was talking to my mom and my grandma used to work in what they called the parachute company. So for all the men who are going to war and jumping out of planes, they had to have parachutes to jump out of the plane. So she was a seamstress at that parachute company to actually like make these parachutes so they can jump out of the plane dang that's cool right i know crystal has his grandma and he compares everyone's cooking oh my grandmother she is my world i love her so much she just turned 89 well she's not just turning but she's about to turn 90 now in august and I just love going and talking to her. I know I learned everything from her, like how to cook, how to garden. Like she gave me like my interests and so much stuff. Um, she's just, oh, she's my whole world. Right. I could go on and on about her. I love to watch the videos you take of her. I know that sounds creepy peeps, but it just reminds me so much of my own grandma. Like there's sometimes like, I, I think we were talking day before yesterday about like, what do we do with cards? And Leo's like, save them if they're from like, you know, family, you know, whatever, recycle, whatever we're doing when we're cleaning our office. And so I came home and I found a card for my grandma and I just sat here and cried for a while because <laughs> I'm just like, it was like such a happy feeling, but such a sad feeling as well. So embrace that. Women are so powerful. Yeah. Even like pick women's or like ask women questions that are in, that are like who you want to be or like aspire to be. Like, I love even the professors that I've like met through UNM that I've like really loved and like liked what they were doing and I was like I want to be that you know like they love for you to sit down and talk to them they want you to ask them questions so like never feel scared to do that because like they're so cool and like they've gone through so much hardship to like be where they're at and if they didn't like they'll tell you what to do you know so oh yeah I agree ask them questions shout out to our own boss like I had Myra, Myra Vasquez is our boss, and I had her share her story yesterday with our Student Health Leadership Council, and to see where she started, you know, she was born in Cuba, I won't share her story unless she wants to come and share it with us one day, she was born in Cuba, and now she's thriving in New Mexico, you know, you can just see how people all have their hardships, like Leah said. Um, Myra, she's an icon. She literally is. I love her. Every day in the office, she would show up in a new pair of heels or like a different pair. And uh, she's just iconic. She would never be caught dead in a sneaker. Like, unless it was like Gucci. (laughs) I think she owns like a pair of coach or Gucci sneakers. And then she only wears them when she's in Spain. Like, (laughs) the coolest woman I've ever met in my life. (laughs) So shout out to you, boss, and all you other powerful women out there. Our moms, our grandmas, our sisters, our cis sisters, our non-cis sisters, our trans sisters, 
everyone out there, we hope that you take some time to enjoy and embrace being a woman and know your worth. And, you know, what is that quote? Um, May we be them. May we raise them. May we be them. Remember that quote? Please, someone tell me you remember that. Chris and I are both looking at each other like, what? (laughs) What is she talking about? It's a a quote for... um, for like women, I, I, I'm, I say, okay, so here it is. Here's to strong women. May we know them. May we be them. May we raise them. I like Period. that. Period. <laughs> All right. On that note, we hope um, you guys had at least learned something today. You're going to inspire or go motivate or hug and love someone who is a woman in your life. Thank you for listening to us. This is Honesty with Shaq HP.